everyone. How are you today? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is where you are. My name is Hadassah Ochimi and welcome to Christian Professionals Network. Um, for those who are listening for the first time, this is a platform where we basically raise ethical, excellent professionals who will represent God in the workplace and um, protect kingdom interests in their various industries. Today, I'm going to be talking about a very interesting topic, and I think it's quite, what's the word now, rampant, and it's workplace drama. You know, there are some podcast weeks that literally, on that day, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, what are we talking about today? I'm waiting on you. And then there are some times that he just gives it to me ahead, and I'm excited. I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait. So today happens to be that day. I would have recorded this much earlier, earlier being... Um, my own west african time early in the morning but other engagements anyway so um <laughs> workplace drama that's what we're going to be talking about today and i believe that is very familiar ter- territory for a lot of people that are probably listening to this and um at least in this climb where um i work i know that trauma is oh my god it's very it's very rampant and um, it's a big deal it comes in different shapes forms sizes and and dimensions comes from up it comes from across it comes from below it comes from all around really and today we're going to be looking at um scriptures from one of our favorite role models for career professionals from the bible and that's the story of daniel so the focus of theme scripture is going to be from daniel chapter 2 so the whole story runs from chapter verse 1 till i think um yeah literally the whole of um chapter two but i'm just going to paraphrase because i try to keep this podcast short even though it's been getting longer lately we started out like 10 15 minutes now our time to do like 30 minutes but let me see if i can still try and keep it as short as possible and go straight to the point so i'm just going to paraphrase or summarize the story um daniel basically of course was working for this king nebuchadnezzar i, I know daniel worked under about three different kings darius belshazzar nebuchadnezzar i think nebuchadnezzar is the first he worked with and he's one of the most psychopathic bosses that he had. And after this guy had just literally recruited him in verse 1. In verse 2, he comes up and says, I'm paraphrasing, trying to juxtapose it to current reality of everyday life. But you can read the story itself from Daniel chapter 2. And um, Nebuchadnezzar has this dream. He has recruited the cream of the crop, the best in their industry, best in the field, best of the best. And Daniel happened to be one of them. In fact, Dan- Daniel was the 1% of the 1%. And suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar wakes up in chapter 2 and he has this dream that was troubling him. And um, he says, no, gather all my my high performance. At least I'm not paying them for nothing. Gather all of them, gather all of them. I need to have a conversation. Um, I have this dream that is really bothering me and I need them to fix it. And they're like, no problem. Uh -uh. That's why you recruited us now. We're the best of the best. Sure thing. We got you. So he's like literally saying he comes to the workplace, this boss, after he has paid for the best of the best in the different sectors and he brings them into his organization and says okay so i have this project that is bothering me that needs to be delivered and it has literally become bone in my throat and i need it to be closed out and then his high performance say okay great no problem tell us about it and he says no people are trying to gain time you're trying to play witty i am not going to tell you about the project you will tell me the project that is bothering me and then you now tell me the solution to the project that was literally how crazy Nebuchadnezzar was. 
ideally you would just come and say oh i have this project oh we want to do maybe we want to embark on a cost cutting um, initiative or we want to start going green we want to reduce our carbon footprint or we want to basically increase employee engagement or we want to um basically have more um we want to basically recreate digital in our dna or we want to do something on and it could be anything we want to create business continuity or we want to restructure our finance and we want to put this enterprise system and we need to train everybody it could literally be anything we need to review our appraisal structure we need to review our um um it engineering system we need to upgrade or update some softwares and systems it could have been any project but it only makes sense that you will talk to your best team and tell them this is the project and this is what i need you to do right that's what the same boss would do but no not daniel's boss he comes and says you people are trying to scam me you will tell me the project that is bothering me and then you will tell me the solution to the project and these guys are like oh god it doesn't really work like that but the best of the best, I'm sure that that's undisputed. You, your, your recruitment process was quite rigorous. So you know we're good at what we do. However, for us to help you, you have to tell us the project that you need to be delivered. So we can now go and work on the strategy and come up with a plan and deliver on the project. Abi makes sense. And the man gets angry. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing. Read the entire story in Daniel chapter 2. Say people are trying to buy time, right? People are supposed to be the best of the best. And the guys are like, even the best of us like check the track record of this organization even the high flyers the high performers the best that you have had over years there's nobody that reads your mind that will tell you the project and then the answer you have to tell us the project or the problem so we can come up with the solution we cannot think of the problem in your head because we're not there when you were thinking of the problem and they're like even that request is for the gods. Like the 1% of the 1% cannot deliver this thing you're asking, Oga. It's not possible. And that's how the drama started. The boss got angry. What? How dare you? You're challenging me. So you're trying to tell me this cannot be done. So why am I paying so much to have you on my, on my team, on my staffing? Why do I have people on my payroll that cannot solve my problem? Like, oh, guys, not that we cannot solve your problem. What you're asking of us is ridiculous borderline ludicrous you are telling us to tell you the project that is bothering you we can't read your mind that is what gods do and the gods don't live amongst us that's what they literally said i think they said that in in verse 11 that what you're asking for what the king is asking for is too difficult no one can reveal to you what you dreamt about it's for the gods and the gods don't live amongst us that one now infuriated him more what so you're telling me you can't do this we're telling you, okay, we can't do it. But tell us what you need us to do and we'll get it done. And he said, you know what? I'm not just going to fire you guys. I'm going to ensure that you're dismissed without pay. You don't get any job in the industry. He was such an extremist, Nebuchadnezzar. If you're learning how to manage and navigate and deal with bad bosses, that is one guy you need to study because Daniel was thriving. Even though he was a psychopath, narcissist, everything that has TH and East on it, he was. So, literally, he just, he was always so extreme. And because he said that they couldn't, he said that they should kill all of them. They should cut, he didn't even say they should kill, he said they should cut them to pieces, like, chop them. Such a very gory, extreme, brutal way of, if he had even said, just off with their heads, or shoot them, or throw them in the lounge, and he said, no, that they should chop them to mincemeat, like, pieces. He wants to be sure that they are dead. Like, I'm not just going to fire you or sack you or ask you to resign. That's me being nice. I'm going to dismiss you and ensure that you never get any job again. You are totally, as in, I'm going to render you unemployable if you can't solve this mystery project that is in my head. And these guys, of course, the drama started. Workplace drama started. There was a ruckus. They were angry. And he called the CEO. Oh, yeah, come and execute. Oh, 
this is the plan. Start get don't just fire these guys, make them unemployable. Because I am really pissed right now. They are challenging me. The drama starts. Daniel heard. He was likely not there when all these conversations were happening. And he heard. You know one mistake we make at times as Christians? You hear that there's problem, you hear that there's drama. You quickly can carry your own placard. You are protesting. Activist. Look at what. So that's where we are basically getting to the point now. He says. Um, so when Ariok, verse 14 of chapter 2, Daniel. When Ariok, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death, so they had started the, they wanted to enact or kickstart the process of making them unemployable. And of course, it was going to affect Daniel. Even though it sounds like the way the story was going, he was not there when the conversations and all the drama was ensued. He was not there. But somehow, the decision had now affected him. How many times has that happened to you in the workplace? You were not there. You were not in the meeting. You were not in the board meeting. You were not in the exco meeting. You were not even in the department meeting. Maybe you were on leave. And you now come back and suddenly, they say that they want to slash your salary, they want to sack you, or they have made a decision basically that adversely affects you, whatever that might be. That was the situation Daniel found himself in. He says, and Daniel, verse 14, so the Ariok, that's the CEO, kind of, went and wanted to start executing the plan of the king. And Bible says something, verse 14, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. That's the first key. When there's workplace drama, don't be quick to react. Don't be quick to hop on what you hear that they said. Don't be quick to respond to Chinese whispers. Because you know when things and drama starts up, before the real, before the information gets to you, it would have been modified like a thousand and one times. If you do not hear from the source, even when you hear directly from the source, don't be quick to react. Daniel was not there. Ideally, he was both innocuous and innocent of this entire thing. But there was a decision. Ideally, they were going to be put into debt. He too would have been killed because he was among the top, the cream of the crop. He was among these top wise men and enchanters and all that. But I, as in human response would be, what? I was even there. What's all this rubbish? How can you tell us to think of your dream and then tell you? No, you employed us to interpret. Tell us your dream, we interpret. He would have joined the drama. He would have lifted his own placard. He would have joined the rockers. But Bible says in verse 14 of Daniel 2, he says, Daniel spoke to the CEO with wisdom and tact. You must always remember and realize that as a Christian professional, you're different. Others, my, my pastor says that so, 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 so often. Pastor Mildred thinks the conquest says, others may, you cannot. The voice of the people is not always the voice of God. Right? Pastor used to say that a lot. I, I, I literally grew up with that thing always reverberating in my head. That everybody is doing it does not make it right. That everybody else chooses to join the drama. You know, I know when it comes to workplace drama and protest, in quotes, it does not have to be like literal protest. You know what I mean? There's always that we draw strength from being unity, um, un, being unified. There's strength in unity. If we have plenty that are fighting, we'll not really get into trouble. It does not really apply. Oh. Imagine if Daniel was stupid enough because everybody, like literally all his colleagues, we are aligned that this thing you're asking of us is, is impossible. There's nobody that's ever worked in this office that has delivered or done this, even the best of the best and the best of us. You're asking an impossible task of us. So it was not really out of place for him to have aligned. But imagine if he had aligned with them quickly, without even understanding, or after hearing, he just gets aggravated and joins them and aligns quickly, instead of thinking differently or responding with wisdom and time. That's where the story would have ended though. We would just say that there was a Daniel and he was chopped into me and Smith. And the end, story has ended. But as a Christian professional, knowing that he's different, I have a different covenant. Everybody might be protesting. It might even be for a just cause. But me and these people were not the same. 
Bible says in verse 14, he responded to the CEO that had been sent to not just sack him but make him unemployable. He said he responded with wisdom and tact. And he said, go and tell the king. I should give me time. They said that this thing is for the gods, Abi, and they don't live amongst men. Me, I carry God. Say, give me time. I will solve this problem. So, as in, I don't even want to go into this entire story because I will just turn it to a full, full, full monthly session. <laughs> so, I'm just going to go straight to it. Daniel responded with wisdom and tact. I'm going to basically rest there. So, workplace drama, number one. Daniel did not get involved. Don't. At times, it's very appealing. At times, it's very, it's very soothing. It might even make you feel like, oh, solidarity, solidarity can come across as soothing at times, but a number of times it can also be quite myopic. Eventually, if one person can just step aside and decide to approach the situation with wisdom and tact and look beyond the emotions, the feelings, the passion, the energy, the adrenaline that is pumping in everyone at the time and look beyond that, he or she might just make a decision that is smart enough to save everybody else because that's exactly what Daniel did. Like I said, I don't want to go into the, the entire details. You can read the story. Approach with tact. Beware of crowd and herd mentality and unfounded sentiments. Remember the scripture we read, as in I've not gotten over the scripture, Romans 14 verse 1, that we read, I think, last podcast or last two weeks. He said, beware of people that are strong in opinion and little in faith. The message translation Beware of strong opinions and little faith. Because Bible also says it, it's not good to have zeal without knowledge. You know, you have energy. Like my pastor would say, hey, Chebe, hey, you're protesting, you're, you're leading, the, you're, you're literally the activist. And trust me, I used to be like that. I literally had a name. I'm not going to say here. In my, my early years, my early career years, I had an activist name. I'm not even joking. I was always the first to fight, first to speak. I, I, I hated and I still hate injustice so much. It's just that now I have gotten enough spiritual wisdom and knowledge from the word of God to know that, to know better that, to approach with tact and wisdom. Because if you go that way, I'm not just going to be saving myself. I'm going to be saving many more people. That's exactly what Daniel did. So one, don't get involved. Daniel didn't. Approach with tact. Beware of herd and crowd mentality. Avoid unfounded sentiments. Romans 14, one message translation. Remember, strong opinions, little faith. That's not us. And then, number three, look to being or providing the solution and not stirring up the rockers. Don't be default to the fire. You should be the one putting it Even if, like I said, even if it's a just cause, even if the entire rockers is absolutely deserved, because Honestly, if you read the story in Daniel 2, as in the Nebuchadnezzar deserved everything. But guess what? He's still the boss. He still had the power. They would have been protesting while they're being cut into mincemeat sizes. So eventually, we favor. It's a case of thou dost protest too loudly. But the question is, what are you really trying to achieve? So look to being the solution and not stirring up the rockers. We are light in darkness. Remember Matthew 5. 13 to 16. I really love the message translation. As in, I love the message translation of that scripture. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Let me see if I can read it quickly. I want to keep this under 20 minutes, I hope. It says, let me tell you why you're here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, you're joining protest. You decide to join the herd because it feels good. It says, how will people taste godliness? So it's beyond you. It's about every other person you can save by approaching with wisdom and tact anytime there's a workplace drama, just like Daniel did. He says you would have lost your usefulness and you end up in the garbage. He said, here's another way to put it. You're here to be light. You know, the darker a place is, the brighter light shines. So the more the trouble, the more the drama, the more frequent it is, 
the brighter your light should shine. Even if it's well-deserving drama like it was the case in Nebuchadnezzar's situation. The guy was a psychopath and narcissist, if you ask me. But he says, you're here to bring out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. As in, read that story in Daniel 2 and ask yourself for one second. Imagine if Daniel joined the protest. All of them would have missed me and that story would have ended it. Like the end. There was a Daniel who was smart. Who, in chapter 1, he was great. He was intelligent. But he just did not really have sense. He joined protest and the boss had their ultimate say. And all of them were chopped into mincemeat. The end. Would not have read Daniel chapter 6. Daniel, he wouldn't have had. He survived literally three bosses, three regimes, three ex-schools. Darius, Belshazzar, Darius liked him. Belshazzar, is it? Yeah, Darius, I liked him. Yes, Darius liked him. That was one that threw him in the lion's den against his will because his colleagues conspired. So, yeah, if you are on the platform and basically you are interested in CPN, please don't miss our monthly meeting happening this Saturday. So, we meet on Clubhouse. You can check it out. Christian Professionals Network every first Saturday of the month. Typically runs from 5 p.m. to about 7 p.m. We might have the session for this weekend earlier, but just look out for it. Just join, follow Christian Professionals Network. You see the information about the meeting. You also see the replays on the previous meetings we've had. We meet every first Saturday of the month on Clubhouse. And um, we're going to be talking about unlocking conspiracy in the workplace this Saturday. Trust me, it's going to be fun. It's a very interesting story. You're going to love it. If this podcast today blessed you and you learned something, make sure that you log in on Saturday. Join Christian Professionals Network on Clubhouse. Every first Saturday of the month, we have our monthly meetings or monthly mentorship sessions, like I call it. Um, The replays of the previous months are there, so you can always feel free to catch up on that. But this weekend, we're going to be talking about this Saturday. We're going to be talking about unlocking conspiracy. Our meetings usually hold around 5 p.m. West African time. That's GMT plus one. But even if um, you um, join in later or you you're able to just catch on later. The replays will be there. The replays of the previous meetings are there. And the replay of Unlocking Conspiracy is also going to be there. Make sure you don't miss it. It's going to bless you. Absolutely blessed me when the Holy Spirit literally opened my eyes to that story. So this is kind of a preamble. So today we're talking about workplace drama. On Saturday in our monthly meetings, usually a full hour plus meeting. We'll be talking about Unlocking Conspiracy in the workplace. So remember. And then the last part ask God for wisdom and what to do. That's what Daniel did. When there was chaos, confusion, everybody was just throwing tantrums up and down. Is that supposed to be the expert? He said, tell the king to give me time. He responded with wisdom and tact and said, give me time. And he went back to God because you must always remember your source. That is where your sustenance, your peace and your success will come from. He went to God and God showed him how to do the seemingly impossible task. He was able to tell the king his dream and the solution. And Daniel did not just save himself, he saved his entire colleagues, he saved the entire department, the entire committee of High Flyers Association of Nebuchadnezzar Organization. So please remember, don't be strong on opinion, little in faith. Don't join workplace drama. Respond with wisdom and tact. I'm not saying you should be dissociated. You're like that's it. So wisdom and tact is wisdom and tact. Nobody says you should disconnect yourself, you know, concern me. Nope. If Daniel had that indifferent attitude, his head would have still been chopped off. So it's a case of approach with wisdom and tact. Don't join, don't get involved in the drama, but approach the situation with wisdom and tact. Look to being or providing the solution, not stirring up the rockers or foiling the fire. We are light in a dark world. I read already Matthew 5, 13 to 16. And you should look, we're, we're basically salt in a tasteless, clueless wor- world. 
you can apply that also in a tasteless, clueless workplace. You are sold. You're a Christian professional. You stand out. You should not be feeling or stoking the fire. You should be putting it out. And finally, always ask God for wisdom on what to do. Pray through the day. You can just go to the bathroom, a five-minute prayer, two-minute prayer, or even just multi-prayer under your breath. Praying through the day. You pray and talk to God. Daniel asked for time. He prayed and God gave him the inspiration and the wisdom. Remember one of the podcasts I shared earlier, Professional Help. The Holy Spirit is always there to help you. He will tell you what to do and he will not just save you, but he will use you to save others so that God can get the glory. Because remember, we are representing God and kingdom interests in the workplace. I hope this blessed you and I also hope you join our meeting on October 1st um, on Clubhouse, Christian Professionals Network. God bless you. My name is Hadassah Ochiri. Um, Speak again next week. Bye.